That's a fair price. Yeah. yeah, hell, you only live once. <laughs> you guys give up? Or are you thirsty for more? Well, I, I don't know what to say, except it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory, you filthy animals, and a happy new year. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Decent. And Chris Charles Martins. Why do people die in the woods? Because I have shame. 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 (laughs) Every time I hear the word shame, I just think of the shitty Game of Thrones where she's walking through and they're throwing shit at her. Shame. 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 (laughs) What's your name? name? I I know, right? I'm so excited to be talking about this because I'm glad you brought this movie up. um, 1997, The Edge, because, man, I, I haven't seen this in so long and it's fucking awesome. You're the salt of the earth. You're the most excellent man. That's why I married you. And you're the only woman I've ever wanted. See the lucky guy you are. A billionaire who has everything he wants. To a good companion, a good friend, and a good sport. Got it. Okay. And great. A photographer who wants everything he has. Nice looking lady. Your wife? Yes. Why'd you ask? Just like to know who everybody is. Must be tough. All that money. Never knowing what people value you for. What do you value me for, Bob? I think your wife's pretty cute. So, how are you planning to kill me? Now, two rivals lost in the wilderness are forced to confront nature. What are we going to do? Am I supposed to have a plan? What they're about to discover... Nature isn't as dangerous as the nature of man. Academy Award winner Anthony Hopkins... You want to die out here? Ah! I'm not going to die. Alec Baldwin... Moneyed folk. Sit up there, drink some golf. You make me sick. Where civilization ends, survival begins. Come on, Gabby! The Edge. It's it way better than I remembered it being. I know, right? <laughs> and it felt so vague to me, and I was like, I know I watched this, but it was one of those things I watched once in, like, when it came out, probably. Right. And, and this, is your, this is your pick, right, Jeremy? Yeah, it's my pick, yeah. Right on. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's, I mean, of course, you have two of these majorly awesome actors. The director, Lee Tamahori... 
Um, apparently he directed like the next movie with Nicolas Cage, fucking Triple X sequel, State of the Union. Oh, yeah, his uh, his his resume is very odd. It's all over the place. Yeah, his <laughs> first strange. one it stars what's as far as um, uh, Bubba Fett. Uh, what's his name? Oh, God, uh, Tamora oh, Morrison. Yeah, it's oh, called Once Were Warriors. I've, I want to see this. It's a family descended from warrior warriors is bedeviled by a violent father and societal problems of being treated as outcast. Sounds interesting. And then he does like a shitty Bond movie. He does fucking Mulholland Yeah, Long Came a Spider. Um, next, which that movie is just so ridiculous. Oh, man. God, oh, man. Yeah, but... It, go ahead, but go he, ahead. Did, he, did, uh, he did three episodes of uh, Redberry uh, Red Bradbury Theater, which is an awesome show back yeah, then. Yeah, I, I agree. Sure if you guys have watched it before, it's an awesome show. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, he's got a weird career. He's got like three, he's got like thirteen credits. He's like an episode of like, like one episode of like The Sopranos. Like then he jumps <laughs> to like 007 Then he jumps to, you know, whatever else like Triple X City with the, with uh, with Ice Cube, not Ice Cube, but LL Cool J. No, Cool J. Mm-hmm. What's his name? It's Ice Cube, I think. Yeah, Ice Cube does that. Um, he replaces Xander, whatever. But like it's just weird. But like this movie's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> but he also did that movie with uh, with um, Nick Nolte, which is like sort of like a, a sort of a, a '40s era sort of like private eye detective thing. Um, Mulholland Falls. Mulholland yeah, Mulholland Falls. Right? Falls yeah. Which I remember that, being pretty good as a kid. Yeah, yeah, that was. I liked yeah. it as a kid for sure. And I mean, I, I even watched it, it was... fairly recently. I thought it was still pretty good. It seemed like it would hold up for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's also a movie that Robert Roger Ebert gave a three out of four stars, which is a pretty damn good uh, rating. Also, I've read his his uh, sort of article on it. It falls into the decline uh, towards the end of it because he knocked off one star because the first credit he the the, the director gave to the fuck fucking Bart the Bear. And he's like, yeah, it just took me out of it a little bit. I'm like, Man, fuck off. No <laughs> reason you died of fucking lung throat cancer, you fucking idiot. It makes no sense. Like, it's a great fucking movie, but like, you you, you knocked some points off because they gave credit to the fucking bear. Fuck you, dude. Whatever. I love Bart. That's Star- really awesome. Ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely re- ridiculous. That's insane. I didn't know that. It that's is. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Huh. I have Bart the I, Bear I have was awesome. He was here. in so many movies Great Outdoors, The Bear, <laughs> Legends of the Fall, Another the Bear, Bear, fucking Anthony. Yeah, Anthony right. Hopkins movie. Yeah. Another Anthony Hopkins movie. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Here we go. The Bears here's, and 12 Monkeys and Homeward Bound. Wow. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I'm is looking at his reel right now. Yeah, holy shit. That's fuck. crazy. I believe he yeah. was, Bart Bear was 23 years old when he died. Yeah, it's 23. For Bear. God rest okay. his soul. <laughs> God rest his soul. Um, so this is what uh, he's. This is what Roger Ebert says of the Sun, uh, the Chicago, Chicago Sun Times. He criticized the ending, saying that having success, successfully uh, negotiated almost its entire 118 minutes, the edge shoots itself in the foot after emotionally fraught final moments. Just as we were savoring the implications of what we had just, what has just happened. The, the screen fades to black, and we immediately get a, a big credit for Bart the Bear. Now, Bart is a hell of a, a bear. I love him in the title role of the bear. But the credit yeah. in this place is spectacular. Bad idea. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, you need a bear for the movie, bitch. You need a fucking yeah. bear for the movie, bro. Right. And them doing a shout out to the bear. I mean, the bear is like a star of this movie. He's, He's fucking awesome, right? OT, dude. He's putting in the work, so like for them to do a shout out before the credits, I thought was kind of sick. I was like, "Damn, dude!" I thought it was great. Yeah, 
Respectful. I, I, I want to give a synopsis here. We're, we're talking about The Egg from 1987. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, great flick, uh, great action movie. Uh, uh, but I want to give a synopsis. An intellectual uh, billionaire and two other men struggle to band together and survive after uh, getting stranded in the Alaskan wilderness with the bloodthirsty Kodiak bear hunting them down. Um, I want to mention one thing before you jump into this. Uh, so this movie came out in 1987, September 26th. This is uh, Jonah's birthday, by the way. Um, I wasn't, we were all in 12th grade at this time. Hmm, right. Not 12th grade. We were, uh, we were in uh, 6th grade at this time, or 7th grade. We we're all 12 years old. And I remember when this came out, my grandma picked me up from my parents' place, and she was so excited about this movie. <laughs> And she was so worried. I have no idea where she got this info from, but she was worried about this grizzly attack in this movie and whether or not she should take me to it. And it was the first time where I ever seen my grandma really specifically and emotionally, like, and also, like, uh, sort of, like, shown in her her body. She was so excited to see this movie. And I know she's a big Anthony Hopkins fan, and she liked Alec Baldwin. But like she was so pumped to see this. I know we met up with. Now we're going. I'm going a little deep here, but I remember this very specifically. Uh, we met up with one of her friends at um, the local. Uh, I forget one of those seed, one of those really uh, prestige sort of seafood restaurants, especially one over here in, in the, the woodlands, and um, like uh, Lamford's or wherever it's called. But uh, we went over there. We hung out, and uh, apparently her friend had seen it before my grandma. I have no idea how that worked. I was 12 years old at the time, so I don't remember. But we're all we, we were all going to go see it together. We're going to have dinner first, go see the movie. But I remember my grandma having this sort of dilemma, like like should I see? Should I should take them? I heard it's pretty intense. <laughs> but um, we went to this little town here in the woodlands where you know I worked at uh, eventually as a as a, a teenager, and um, I, I specifically remember like this kind of like you know changed my my uh, kind of blew my mind you know like like this movie was a uh, pretty amazing at the time and i still find it pretty amazing now yeah um kind of like a shame that it's not a 4k but i mean i remember that that um that bear attack and the scream and how oh yeah it's and, brutal and it's brutal and uh, i remember yeah there was a, a very, one of the very first movies i've seen that uh, sort of like a you know, survival movie like this where you know two do, you know three dudes crash and that crash that plane crash is amazing at the whole yeah. plane like the plane the, mm-hmm. all the birds hitting the fucking plane they crash and oh yeah and like but, it uh, just yeah. comes out of nowhere oh god look out and there's like eighty thousand birds just flying yeah, seagulls or something yeah it's yeah. like a wood chipper with crazy. just a whole flying bird just <laughs> right? going shooting it's... cotton inside or something <laughs> yeah. and, and they talk about crazy <laughs> and i'm pretty sure anthony hopkins talks about it to his like assistant before they get on the plane he talks about like like other any sort of like I forget what he called it not a flaw oh yeah but a yeah sort of, like, a, a mug- something strike a bird strike or a, a what do they call it yeah 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 it's, it's some sort of migration to... form oh yeah okay yeah some sort of migration form that, that, that he says like there's no there's nothing that I've seen that's some sort of migration form and then they of course fucking hit that migration form and they go down dude he hit the center of that V for sure <laughs> <laughs> well kind of kind of remind me of um uh, uh was it um. Uh, uh, Last Crusade, where where fucking Sean Connery hit, hits those seagulls and hits that fucking that pilot, and it looks very similar to that. Very well, it's, like it's ironic that it, 
that was the same plane that was used in six days, seven nights. So, and it crashed in both movies. <laughs> Dude, even, even that plane now, like at the very start of the movie, when it starts off, I just seeing it there. And I was like, that rickety piece of shit is going to crash. And I didn't remember anything about this movie, just looking at that plane. And, and it's also another thing that brags too, is like the Charles's character, the entire times, like, you know, uh, about how, you know, how you should treat a man with a plane throughout. I can't remember what the quote was, but never feel sorry for a man who owns a plane is what the quote yeah, was. Yeah, the man with a plane yeah. has money. Yeah. Yeah. And so never feel sorry for a man who has a plane. That plane, boys, I'm not joking or exaggerating. We could probably pitch in and get for like seven or eight grand. That is not, that is not. Boy, I, love a, I, I love mean, my pontoon plane. I mean, it's, my it's a buddy cool has plane. A plane. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I love a pontoon plane. It's all. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh, me too. Fucking they're so fucking cool. They look so cool. Yeah. And my buddy's got a plane. It's super. He like fits it in his garage. You can fit it in there when you take the wings off of it or whatever. It's oh, pretty crazy. Nice. Yeah, he spent like awesome. grand on it. He's a pilot. Yeah. That's okay. so cool, sick. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm so impressed. Like uh, randomly, uh, I have a buddy who's a pilot too, and he's telling me he's like, do like Cessnas and these cheaper planes like this, you can get, like used 93 ford escort fucking prices like and i was like and somebody's putting their life in the hands of this fucking thing and taking it to this guy's he's like you wouldn't believe how often that happens i was like holy shit it's, just, it's amazing there's not more wrecks than there are but this plane oh, immediately it's fucking like, insane oh, my, yeah. my other friend works at the san marcus airport out here sometimes and huh. uh he the, the crazy shit like they get drunk and go and drive around like on the tracks and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know if you're flying a small plane out of that you don't need to make a flight plan you just kind of no. fucking go <laughs> straight up go and figure it out while you're in the air right? you know in post 9 11 you think that would be unheard of but you know not for small because you know they also don't have a lot of range either right and just right, like how right, crazy right. pre 9 11 those things must have been, but they probably treat them in the same level as drones. Well, yeah, they're just like, fucking... we were, yeah, I was about to say, pre 9 11, they're just smuggling fucking coke in all the planes and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Going to Bogota, Colombia and back. That's how we got cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Isn't there a, a neighbor? I believe I heard this recently. Um, there's a neighborhood, there could be several neighborhoods like this across the country, but I'm, I think specifically Florida, of course, it's Florida. But um, there's a place where uh, it's basically a, uh, a neighborhood where you have a car garage and basically it's the garage yes. as well. We can sling the plane and you can fly off in time and go, go to fucking Mexico and bring back cocaine. Who knows? But I, <laughs> I find that very interesting too. You know what I mean? But um, I, I got to mention this real quick. Uh, uh, I forgot totally. I'm sure, like you did, Mike, uh, that David Mamet wrote the screenplay. Yeah, wrote the screenplay. Yeah, crazy. Which blew my fucking mind. I spit and up my Alec beer. Baldwin... I was watching like Mamet. Fuck. Alec Baldwin kind of like threw some shade at the director. He's like he he blamed the director for the movie. Yeah, for poor performance because he took out a lot of Mamet's writing and stuff. But it still felt like a Mamet screenplay to me. Like I agree, and I kind of threw. I'm throwing shade at. Baldwin, because Baldwin always tried mm. to blame everybody else but besides himself, and it kind of shows his character in this movie too. He's a piece. Bob's a piece of shit. He comes and, off and that Bob way. Will always he's a piece of shit. He really does yeah. come across like it. I mean, he, he yeah. called his daughter a pig when she was like fucking eleven or something. You remember all that right. shit? Yeah, right. of course. And he right. again, like I seeing young Baldwin kind of just I don't know brought back like a bunch of like oh shit I forgot that this guy you know before his gray hair all fully came in and he was the role that he's played you know Thirty Rock and all that kind of shit like right. I for, I keep forgetting that he had this huge <laughs> cinematic pass and there's also it's, there's also there's also a weird paragraph it, there's a weird section of the Wikipedia with about Alec Baldwin and uh, what's her name uh, 
McPherson. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be like uh, like cute or whatever, but like I find it creepy where like apparently she was supposed to do that, that the Pocahontas shoot and it was so cold out there that Alec Baldwin took her to the side and he was just like, he was just like, you know, hey, girl, you got to do it because you know you got to do it because you're going to really make something of this world. You're going to make something out of this career. I'm like, no, Alec Baldwin wants to fuck you because he's a piece of shit. He's a creep. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Like, I, I just because you're just going to go yeah. after this. It's just it's it creeped me out. And Alec Baldwin's a creep. So his, his <laughs> personality, like his actual real personality, I think kind of shines through here. And his personality is kind I of agree. Like, he thinks the he's like this declared, cool jive. Like, yeah, he thinks he's this cool jive guy and has like this style and personality. It just comes across like it's very put on. A and prick. Yeah, a prick. And like all the shit he says is it's like his personality is literally a put on for himself too. That what he thinks makes himself look cool. And right. it, it's so fucking transparent, dude. Even in the movie, it's like, oh God. Dude, truly, those- truly, truly. Yeah. yeah. And he, you can tell he has complete disdain for Charles. And, but though Charles has no disdain for anyone. He just seems huh. to be a person just living his life, trying to be the best person he can. And also helping that this, the, the, the ending of this movie is so like heartbreaking. Like you see it in his mm. eyes, like, 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 you know, like how did your friends die? He's like, they die trying to help to save my yeah, life. Yeah, saving it's my life. Like, yeah. And how much like he had to hold back to say that because he s- basically saved all their lives as mm. much as he could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Sure. And it's he's like, the one who knows what he's doing. Deep. If you anything, know, really the, the polar fucking direction. <laughs> yeah. If anything, right. the polar opposite because Steve just fucking died dying, and uh, Bob died trying to kill him. So kind of the opposite, right, yeah. of that, really, if you think about it. But yeah, yeah. to be like that yeah. dude on the other side just speaks so much of like Charles' character. On yeah, like leave them in good spirits, and you know that's the uh, without them I wouldn't have made it kind of thing, which is pretty much true, actually. I agree. Um, but yeah, but, but so so David Mamet, you know, if people don't know, David wrote the Verdict, which is a great movie. He also he's just, he, he's now I know he's doing a lot of like uh, musicals, not musicals. He's doing a lot of on stage plays right now. Uh, I believe the the stage play he's doing right now has um, Sam Elliott. It's not Sam. Sam Rockwell is in this, his stage play right now. Uh, but um, he did um, an episode of uh, Hill Street Blues, you know, The Untouchables, uh, Things Change, Angels, Homicide. Um, he did half of that '90s half movie with uh, with uh, you know with what's his name, Danny, Danny DeVito, and uh, what's his name, uh, the Joker from the Batman. I can't think of his name all of a sudden, but Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Texan, which I've never seen, but it's a, a t- for a TV movie, American Buffalo. Pretty crazy. No, uh, I've heard of it, but not seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah Wags Dog, Ronan, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, weirdly enough, wrote the screenplay for Hannibal, which is a, a pile of shit, in my opinion. Uh, Heist, and one of the best movies, in my opinion, is Spartan. It's a great fucking movie with, with Val Kilmer. Awesome fucking movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he, he's a great fucking writer, uh, but he's, he has a voice every time. You can you know when it's a David Mamet movie. You can, you can hear the voice. Oh, I yeah. think uh, it, the dialogue, Michael Mann the definitely... Just... Yeah, my, I think Michael Mann definitely tried to get a lot of. He tried to really uh, study a lot of of his sort of dialogue and put it into his movies because they talk very similar. Uh, but um, in my opinion, at least. But yeah, this is it's just a, an awesome culmination of a lot of things. I mean, Jerry Goldsmith does this the score, and the score is awesome. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's and, good. Uh, I'm listening to it. I'm like, this is either, this is either like um, Alvin Silvestri who does. Who did the Predator score, 
or it's first blood and and Jerry, uh, Jerry Goldsmith did the first blood score and you hear first blood in this movie it's mm. fucking insane mm-hmm. like go back please anybody go back and listen to first blood score and listen to the uh, uh the edge score it's it's so they are yeah. very similar it's crazy yeah, sure. how similar they are but they're awesome like they give you chills and that um and Jerry Goldsmith does it awesome that and I feel like um what's his name uh, who does the Nolan movies kind of copied that that intensity with that when mm. he started doing like um uh we started doing what's the movie with the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio the mind the thing oh uh, you know the top the spinning top I forget the Inception oh Inception the, yeah oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it, a lot of the trailers takes for, sort of from that cue too like he I know because Jerry Goldsmith's creative you know he did the Star Trek so he did everything he's he's, he's a, he was an amazing uh, uh composer but there's a lot of here to play and I think it's kind of um what I told you guys last night, I think the movie's really underrated because I think it created a lot of cool, it had a lot of like cool, awesome, like cores in place here and there. And it really works. Cause I think what you're saying before, Mike, it does really do. It does really feel like a David Mamet uh, script. Yeah, I just feel really like Alec just complains too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a given <laughs> for Christ. Or he's shooting people and fucking killing them. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but how strange to pair him with Hopkins was who was insane in this movie, dude. He it's a he was fucking nuts in this movie. He's so perfect of a role. Like I felt like he took on that person exactly what he should have played and executed it perfectly. Yeah, man, and that, that, I feel like that's always what Hopkins does. He, I don't think he's ever turned in a shitty performance. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Yeah, the guy's textbook, man, all the way through. I, I shit on him, but I. think Paul was awesome in this movie too, especially towards the end where he's like basically confessing to him, like, like I'm sorry, Charles, I'm sorry. You know, like it's, there, it's a pretty some, intense there's scene. Some, there's some acting there too, especially in uh it's it's one of those things that I never paid attention to before, and I can't remember who parodied it so hard that makes me not stop thinking about it. But like the uh maybe it was Tropical Thunder, but like the the scene where it's like he's dying, focus in three inches away from his face with the camera thing, like totally happened right there. And I was just like, oh shit, here he goes. He's going to die. Like, here comes the close up. It's over for that dude. <laughs> I, I got to mention here, um, what's her name's Kath, Kathleen uh, Wilhoit. Um, she's one of like uh, Alec Baldwin or uh, it's like Al, one of Alec Baldwin's, um, I don't know, uh, sort of helpers or whatever. She's got the lady with the glasses. She looks kind of like a Bobo, like John Cus- Joan Cusack. <laughs> yeah, um, I could see but it. I, I, but um, she was, um, Mike, since we recorded Roadhouse on uh, on this show a while back, she's the girl that works at the bar and oh, talks really? to Dalton. Yeah, it's the same girl who goes, meets Dalton at his house. And she brings him like a donut and coffee or whatever, and he sees his bare ass. He's like, "Damn, he's getting wet and shit." But it's the same <laughs> lady, man. That sounds pretty I didn't cool. Know that. that that blows my mind. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea, man. Good call. <laughs> pretty well. Um, LQ Jones. I gotta mention LQ Jones. LQ Jones is the fucking jam. Uh, he's the guy that owns the uh, the cabin. He's the guy who told everybody. He, he's the guy who oh, yeah. you know says, "Don't leave." You know, uh, we have. I know it gives bears. you like Sam Neill vibes, or not Sam yeah. Neill. Um, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough. Uh, LQ Jones is in Mask of Zorro, also has, you know, uh, uh, has Anthony Hopkins in it, too. So I thought it was pretty interesting as well. But um, LQ Jones rules. And I'll, I have a little thing here for you guys, a little bit of behind the scenes here. Uh, LQ Jones, uh, born and raised Texas, man in Beaumont. Uh, the dude was born in 1927. Um, he just recently died this year at 94 years old. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. 
Hell of a hell of a fucking ride. A hell of a run, man. Yeah, that's, hell of a, right, that's pretty sick. I feel like I've all, seen him in so many after. things. Apparently, he's in casino. But, yeah, which I, I think he's in casino. You think he is right. in casino, and I'm trying to remember what character he is in there. Oh, was he the scumbag boyfriend that she kept going back to? The chick kept I whatever. No, no, no. no. That, that that's 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 uh that's James. That's James Woods. Oh yeah, that's that James. James Woods. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, 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 fucking James Woods. <laughs> Ooh, piece yeah, of candy. Fucking Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> but LQ Jones is fucking amazing in this, and I love the whole like you know uh, the 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 rabbit smoking the pipe, you know, with oh, the panther. Cool. Yeah, it's a very a very classic sort of like David Mamet thing too. He's very because because I think he's kind of more of a he's more of a playwright, uh, David Mamet, than a screenwriter. That's his style. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he started writing plays, but he moved into movies pretty quickly, and he's been writing them for God, decades now. But it does feel that way. It feels more mm. character driven and story driven and focusing on dialogue. And it's just like you said right. earlier, man, he has such a voice that it's unique. And, you know, immediately when it's a David Mamet uh, script or movie. Mm. I agreed. Yeah. How about you guys? guys? What was the okay. first time you guys saw this thing or, you know, what's your what's your first memory? Of it? Do you have a first memory of it? I don't. I just know that I watched it and I know I watched it in the 90s, but I don't know. I for sure haven't watched it more than once because. And the only reason I know that for sure is like you ever get one of those like glimpse of like parts of a movie and you're like, I know what's you're coming like, oh, next. shit. Yeah, I've like, yeah, the, like a specific <laughs> scene. You're like, I the scene was fucking awesome. The first time I watched it, this was badass. Right. The first time I watched it, right. and you're like, I definitely watched this, but I was too young to like really pick up on the internal conflict of it. I think I agree. I understand completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the I I did. I just don't remember when. <laughs> Sorry, <go> ahead, <laughs> don't get it. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, you know, I always mention this. My, our video store growing up, man's video. I remember seeing like the big poster out out front and the cardboard cutout for it. I was pumped to see this movie as a kid, and I remember liking it. And I don't know why I haven't really continued to watch it over the years because now I'm probably gonna fucking rewatch it frequently. Like it's a, it's, it's good. It surprised me how. Yeah, it, it really really surprised me how fucking good it is. Yeah, and the poster's sick, man. Like Hopkins' face is full rage. Oh yeah, I I agree. It's a great, it's a great poster. And um, did you guys look up the uh, the wiki? I think it's wiki, or is it on what is it on? Uh, Is it on IMDb? There's an IMDb. It's either IMDb or wiki with all the titles that it had originally. I think it's oh, it's it's so crazy, Um, ridiculous. Oh, like Bookworm, (laughs) Wild, Wilder, The Wild, Into the Wild, Wild. Wilderness now, Dead Hunt, Deadfall, <laughs> which I do like. Deadfall, um, Edge, which makes sense because Ed- Alec Baldwin falls into a Deadfall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Edge on the Edge, Bloody Petro- B- blah, Bloody Betrayal, and the Bear ro- Roared. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be the name of our episode, dude. <laughs> That's probably yeah. The Bear Roared. I like it. I like Bloody it. Betrailed and the Bear Roared all together. <laughs> well, I did, and I also read that um, fucking Anthony Hopkins had a brush of death while filming this. He was taking painkillers for a neck problem, and he fell in a river and didn't realize how cold he was because of the painkillers. And so until he started to suffer from um, hypothermia, and he had to be rushed to the hospital to be treated. (laughs) Imagine killing fucking Hannibal Lecter because he's high on (laughs) painkillers. Yeah, because of his neck problem. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes, my neck and my back. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) I just like to feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Straight chilling on painkillers, freezing his ass off in the river, not knowing it. And that's then you awesome. look like fucking Pete Davidson with the dark circles under your eyes. 
and the hobo, but he's fucking every hot wo- woman out there. And man, unstop- yeah, he's unstoppable. His hit list is so stupid, dude. It's, 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 it's <laughs> no matter what you think about the guy, you know, respect at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Talk shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you guys ever hear this whole thing about exchanging a knife? You got to give a coin. No. Uh, I, I'd never heard of that before. I did hear one where if you gift knives. <laughs> But the line, bef- the line after that's awesome though, like because the coin is thick and cu- it's hard to cut. It's like that, that sort of bond, it's awesome. That whole line is fucking killer, man. Man, I, I I've heard that, and then I've heard I think it's in Japanese culture that exchanging knives means to sever a friendship. But if you give a gift back in exchange, even if it's small, that it's supposed to be like it wasn't a gift; it was just a trade. And then so it kind of. No, homie, we still cool. We still good. <laughs> We I just want you to homies. get fun with stabbing things, but we're still boys. <laughs> yeah. we're, do, we're doing this for the homies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, apparently, what I, what I've, uh, I'm Shank. not sure really about that, which I find I find that interesting as well. But I what I, um, I learned at my my dad's funeral the next day was that um, a dude gave me a hundred bucks, which is a, a, was a, a close friend of my my dad's, and he gave me a hundred bucks. I'm like, what are you giving a hundred bucks for? He's like, um, what do you say, like? Uh, was something about like uh, his grand grandfather about uh, lost tools. Once you uh, like uh, sort of like if the tools are in the you know if you like the sort of tools your grand great grandfather bought that are lost over time, you find them again, you give them a hundred bucks, and then you kind of carry that on. Hmm. I had never because I, I, um, I tried to get my father's tools. Uh, the police were called on me at that point, but I had lost those. But then. Um, Hopefully, you know, uh, it's sort of like a, a good luck charm to once again, some down, sometime down the future, I might get them again. Who knows? Wow, come but, across them. Yeah. Yeah. His, his great grandfather told him this and, you know, it blew my mind. I had no idea. But also. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's, but it's I mean, wild, I've heard but, of people giving money after funerals and stuff like that. It's just kind of like a respectful, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Everything yeah, yeah. sucks. I know this isn't going to change anything, but it's the, you know, it's the least I can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, um, I carried in my car, and Mike, I'm sure you see it, but I, I carry, uh, there's a bell over my rearview mirror. Apparently, that's a that's a motor, motorcycle thing. It's, uh, yeah, anybody the who, Guardian. Yeah, the Guardian, yeah. yeah it's a, that was a thing that when my dad died. The next day, the same guy gave me the hundred bucks. He gave me the bell. He's like, "This is the bell that was that was your dad's bell." So you get to carry this on. You carry this on. You have. Yeah, that's so, cool, man. But yeah, yeah I but I, 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 I love that though, Tron. I love that whole idea, like the whole like you know, give the uh, you get a knife, you give the dude a penny or whatever, and it's I think it's really fast. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I thought that was cool. cool. Huh. That cool is scaring an old uh, your exactly. fucking dude at fucking twelve o'clock in the morning in a yes. beer fucking suit. It's fucked up, man. So exactly <laughs> what I was about to say, but I feel like, and, and even now that I'm looking back at it, I, I, since we know what the plot is and we know what uh, Baldwin's intentions are, leaving a door open and leaving a ham out, and then his wife sending door him downstairs open. to make a sandwich. If that yeah. doesn't kill him first, then let's try to give him a heart attack with a surprise party. If that doesn't work. Well, fuck it. We'll see from there. But throw the rug like awesome. with blood on it out in the trees instead of burying it. Exactly. Instead of burying it. Also, think... bomb, it's a bomb ass sandwich, by the way. That sandwich looked fucking good. It did look fucking good, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got hungry looking at that. Dude, damn. Have you ever been to a Jersey Mike's? I haven't been to one in a yes. long time. We went to one today. Their big kahuna sandwich is the best goddamn it thing. Falls. Oh, my God. so hard, dude. I know exactly what you're 
Like oh, I, I, I would I, I wouldn't hominate for lunch today because it's sometimes just easier. And like when we, we had to go work in Kyle and we head out there, there's Jersey Mike's and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll get like a small sandwich. And Jeff's like, oh, oh, oh let me tell you what you all we got here. <laughs> let me tell you what you got like right here. Let me get this right. And so I got I got the big kahuna, man. Just the like cheesesteak, right? The filled yes. fucking meat. Oh, yeah. Peppers. Oh, oh my God, oh, dude. It oh, was dude. so delicious. Like, Ooh. I was miserable the rest of the day because I was just yeah. so tired and full. But, oh, it was so worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so anyone the, out there, if it, you go to Jersey Mike's, get get that big Kahuna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait till you're retired though, because that shit will knock a whole day out of your life, dude. You're gonna oh, eat man. one of those and want to die afterwards. Well, we so just funny. got ours yeah, just sorry. opened up over here, and Joe ordered uh, ordered me a sandwich. I, got, I just got the veggie. I did go for veggie, man. See, I uh, always I, get I got the BLT. Subs. Yeah, so. I, I've always gotten cold subs there. I've never because. I'm, I'm picky about my cheesesteaks, you know what I mean? And holy yeah, God, it was fucking. Uh, Jersey Mike's goes hard on fucking cheesesteaks, dude. Yeah. It, yeah, <laughs> I think it's like cheesesteak and like roast beef mixed in it. I know we're dying. I know we're running off of the table. Like, <laughs> Can yeah, we get no. a sponsorship on Bring fucking Jersey Mike's? Town. <laughs> Jersey Mike. town. <laughs> Yo, that shredded lettuce, bro, and that mayo, that's the jam, man. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was, man. Holy shit balls. Yeah, but yeah. yes. Now that these guys are starving out in the woods and a bear's chasing them, I'm going to talk about this sandwich. <laughs> and Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, dude, can we make a pact that, like, if we ever crash blood in a pack. plane, blood pack, and you ever find my ass, like, out in bear country without a gun, and we, like, there's three of us. One of us has cut his leg. Say it's me. I'm getting attacked by a bear. I want you two to run. As fast as yeah, you fucking yeah. can. Yeah, I'm in the and, same way. Don't, don't, I'm fucked. So don't, look, don't run, risk your own run, life. Run to live another day and eat squirrel together without me, dude. Like, fucking get <laughs> gone, dude. Like, fucking yeah. move. Yeah, like. I mean, do what I admire. Of course, I admire Anthony Hopkins for trying to save poor fucking He wanted to save him, yeah. And Stephen yeah. calls it. He's like, brothers don't last long in situations like this. Like, Yes, ah. dude. Uh, that's so true. <laughs> Famous last words of a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and it's brutal. That see, I mean, let's just talk about it. That whole sequence is in, is is awesome. It's so fucking. I love every fucking. It's all the close ups. Like, dude, there's a real stunt guy in there getting close while that bear's going to yeah, down. Like, yeah, it's bro. cool. It's really well shot. What sucks is you're really starting to develop like liking Steve at that point. Yeah, you're like, oh, dude, this guy's pretty fucking sick. Like. You know, yeah, he's kind of being a hindrance. He can't. He's not cross-dressing like he was in Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, that was him. Yes, him. Yeah. Harold pointed that out, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I forgot." Oh man, we still have to. We have to recording. We'll do that. that. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. The Uh, ninety. Also, I believe that guy's on like like he's like an an NCIS show too. I believe he's on. Because uh, every time I saw his face, yeah. I was like, that's that um, fucking dude gets killed by the bear and fucking the edge, man. He's, <laughs> he's the one who replaces the guy in the Matrix 2 and 3. Like, he becomes the ship oh, guy yeah. after that, you know? Okay. Yes. I remember him um, from that. Um, He's been in a lot of but, shit. I think he was on The Walking Dead for a long time, too, recently. He's on The Walking so. Dead, too. But I, I do have a question, though. You give Anthony Hopkins gives the man a knife for three seconds. He he gouges his fucking leg so What a deeply. fucking idiot! Yeah. And I'm Steve, like, wow, Steve, like Steve, you, you like, have to on, move Steve. the knife away from you. You know when you carve the spear, like well, no, they did, they, he did call him a city boy, but at the same time, that's very <laughs> fucking common sense. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's very common yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, you could just well, see well, all the scenes. He was just like holding a bandana in his hand, just like. 
oh, this is going to come into you somewhere. <laughs> He's like, I should probably cut yeah. the fuck out of my leg. They're going to use this directly on that cut. Yeah, puts the fucking right. the, the right. spear on his leg as he's cutting it, I'm sure, like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, how, how did you guys feel about the reaction of, uh, I, I wrote this down in my notes, but the, I, and I love it, but the reaction of Anthony Hopkins getting the knife and then holding the knife up. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's just cool. like a weird, yeah, like, really... robot, like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like Link picking something up. Yeah, right. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. (laughs) And how many times are we going to hear Charles, 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 Charles? Charles has said like what? Eighty-seven times in this movie. Can you shut the fuck up? I'm actively fighting a bear. I'm actively fighting a bear, and all you're doing is yelling, Charles. Jeremy, you're right. Eighty-seven times he says it. Eighty-seven times. Eighty-seven times. Yeah, said he's in time. Mostly, by, I'm sure by fucking Alc Baldwin himself, honestly. But yeah, it's a 87 times, Ben. Crazy. And I, I I love the scene um, where Charles is out there, Alc Ball, not Alc Ball, uh, Anthony Hopkins is out there, just kind of relaxing, actually, like just like enjoying the view. LQ Jones comes out, who I dig, but he comes out and he's like got a, his pamphlet and shit. He's like, yeah, like you know. How do you like it? He's like, oh, it's great. You know, it's very remote. He's like, remote, exactly. Listen, it's the plans I have here. And then the, I, you can see like the recoil of the hands. He's like, oh fuck, like what? Yeah, <laughs> it'd just be a nice time to hang out, and just look at the scenery. Yeah. And how much it is, you know, it's, it's it's a very interesting sort of part of Charles. Charles is a very complicated character. Which he says, is. Yeah, he's really like, like he missed he mistook his sincerity is like, Hey, I right. want you here so we can do this. It was more or less. No, I'm, I, I need to figure out how to turn this into a business plan. Well, with his you. sincerity was taken for granted. You right. know, one of those two too. So I'm not exactly sure, but like, it's, it's very confusing. It, it, even, even when he gets back after all this time that they've been lost, LQ Jones still smiles at him and, and tells him the rest of the riddle um, with, with the paddleboard. And it's like, okay, so if, if everything cleared up, like I don't really know. Although, yeah, I mean that—that's the spirit that beat the Japanese. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that line did come up. <laughs> that's great. That line did come up before the flight. <laughs> that was a that's true. Alec Baldwin line. <laughs> true yeah, Baldwin, I mean, right there. I, I, yeah, I like I like everything about this movie. But it, to me, it's it's the chemistry between Baldwin and Hopkins that really just like they're fucking great together in this movie. They truly are. It, yeah. And like this, yeah, of course, you know, you ex- and like the stunt work is really good. It looks like fucking, it looks like Anthony Hopkins when he's going over that fucking, um, I know it's not him, when he's going over the tree that they push down or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and still him fucking hanging from there and everything. That whole sequence is just really fucking badass. That bear is yeah. scary as fuck. It is terrifying. I'm with you, Mike. Mike. Mike, it's crazy. Like, I, I know what it's not, I know what's not Hopkins. Yeah, but, like, but man. The editing is so it. flawless, dude. Like, yeah. It's like, it's, Perfect. It's almost and I mean, perfect. It's really and there good. There is the there is the shot of him hanging there. That it is him. You know what I mean? The close up and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. right yeah. With his like feet kind of in the water, and that bear's just fucking going to town on that tree. It's badass. Yeah. Really cool stomping it. Stomping it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. And uh, I mean, it, I really, I feel like more. It, the way he's just hanging on there for like dear fucking life and then just slips off into the water. Oh. Like, and there's another chance of Alec Baldwin could have just let the motherfucker go, you Die. know? Die. Yeah, again, because yeah. he saves his life by pulling him out of the plane to begin with. Uh, when, when he's just hanging off that branch, he's hanging off by the flare a bag too, which is That's insane. right. Yeah. They like really fucking needed that 
to survive. Well, he still has he still has a couple flares, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you basically lost what you fucking need. You, you're, oh. you're, you know, your safety net is gone now. Right. Not that which you is, really fucking had one to begin with. No, which is totally brutal, but you do have Charles on your side, who's, again, like Mr. Encyclopedia. Charles but in charge. Charles was in charge throughout this entire movie, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he, he runs everything. He definitely, he's a good leader. You know what I mean? He does yeah. kind of, he, he sets people, you know, when he's all freaking out, he gives them a task to do, and then the idiot cuts his fucking leg. And then, uh, <laughs> but, he, you know, and, you know, he tells them that we're going to get found. You know, he never kind of gets down. And when Alec Baldwin's crying and being a little bitch, even though he's nailing his fucking wife. <laughs> right, yeah, dude. And he, and he was great in that part, too. He's like, yelling at him he's like don't you realize we're fucked don't you realize we're fucked he's like okay so should we just sit around and wait to die then is yeah, how you exactly. feel about it no, like I'm but gonna, he's always gotta got to keep moving got to keep moving and then the way that charles handled the entire thing is he's his brain is set up like a computer where it's a decision tree well this fails here's how else we can branch out in options this fails is you know and it keeps spreading out to these are our options and it keeps going in that direction right it's you know uh it feels like he's very mechanical as a person. And uh, I mean, he expresses love for Mickey, but I don't really know that either. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't he's, think so. he's, he's, he says she's the only woman he's ever loved. And it's yeah. interesting that, that, you know, that the way that she's, you know, we also they have the, the line, you know, to Bob, to Bob from Mickey for all the nights. Bitch. You know, he's, you know, so it's pretty fucked up. But man is. I mean, what's the word for like a person who doesn't really care for whatever actions that happened to him? He, oh. he I'm sorry, cuckold. <laughs> I want to say cuckold, but I'm, I'm saying like, but he wants to he wants to make sure everybody gets out alive, and that's what he yeah, he does. It. He does seem to oh, genuinely yeah, no, give a shit, right. even though his he yeah, genuinely you know, cares. Like bang, belt fucking ball at his wife. Like, come on, yeah, yeah, probably bareback in that bitch. Probably so. And I, and I think he's so he's so desensitized to everything from being a billionaire that like nothing affects him anymore. And just like he needs the challenge and the action of what he's doing. This is this is now a new challenge that he's like outside of a world where his money matters. And maybe for once, like it's enticing him and exciting him in some sort of fucking way. Well, I, I think that's definitely an Alec Ball. I think it's Alec Ball. It's Bob's sort of ideal of him. But I, I don't think that's how he treats it at all. I think he treats think it as very many. Just, well, maybe as, as slightly he does, but I, I don't think that's what his whole goal is, though. Because at the at the end, I mean, that's that's the way uh, Bob treats him the whole time. Like, yeah, I'm just uh, like, I'm just your sort of treat. You know, I'm just your your. I, I forget what the line he says. It's it's pretty fucking fucked up. Mean. He says you're just looking for. It. Well, is, yeah, but, he said you're using me as a challenge, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I know you're just keeping me around because you never had a buddy before. And, but, I'm your only else, buddy. Right, but then uh, you know uh, Hopkins is just like, hey, whatever you say, Bob, you can talk whatever you want. You can just keep saying whatever you want to say. But he also tells him to keep your breath, like hold your like this, calm down. Like oh, that seems hilarious. Like he's walking, he's fucking winded. He's like, hey man, shut. We can't understand what you're saying anyway. So yeah, (laughs) right, yeah, I love that. That's how this shut down the gift of gab right there. Like save your breath, man. You're gonna need it for this climb. Yeah, (laughs) we could die (laughs) any fucking step. (laughs) <laughs> right. Let's talk about this. I, I actually showed this to Bryce last night. This this certain scene, but the the bear fight is awesome. That's cool. This yeah. is one of the coolest fucking fights of all time. The whole like tonight, we're gonna kill the motherfucker. I'm kill which is a great man. line. The whole movie. <laughs> it's an awesome line. Oh yeah, it should have been a quote the... on the poster. But I'm gonna kill that <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. And there's something very very awesome about hearing uh, Anthony Hopkins say motherfucker like that. 
I agree. And I, I love the idea of Anthony Hopkins figuring out that he's not the bear is not going to let us hunt to eat. He's going to starve us out. He's going to keep trying to find us to scare us away to not be able to hunt, which is right. fine. I find it very interesting. But that whole like them in that circle with a fire burning certain segments of the, the circle and like they know now that they, they has to stop. We have to kill this fucking thing. They get mm-hmm. nothing else but fucking spears and wit. And you know, Charles has the wit. Um, but I back love to how monkey, it's... dude. Literally back to monkey. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. Okay. Back to monkey. Back to monkey. It's the Peter Gabriel in this fucking thing. It really is. Like, uh... <laughs> But um, I love that whole, all that stuff is super intense. The whole, like, uh, the sort of them running towards the camera in the foreground, the bear just breaking through fucking limbs and trees and shit. Burn is huge. It It kind of reminded me of, of like, what Predators did in that last sequence where there's fire everywhere and, like, just, like, the the showdown or whatever. And that bear is just (laughs) fucking terrifying, man. Yeah, the (laughs) pianist is running around in mud, like, hitting (laughs) Predators. He finally got. He finally had a sandwich. He had a fucking big kahuna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jersey Mike's. Me your Jersey Mike's. Give me my, my Jersey fucking. Mike's. Give me my damn advertising money. For real. Man. <laughs> At least give me a free big kahuna, please. <laughs> Have you ever yes. stood next to a taxidermy like Kodiak bear? It's gnarly, dude. Like his paw is the size of your full chest. Oh, yeah, those things are fucking just massive. If you ever stand next to one that's taxidermied, it's fucking gnarly. Like, it stands crazy tall. They're they're insane looking. Yeah, they're In Canada, they have them everywhere, dude. It's it's nuts. Oh, do they? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I figure not so much in Texas, but... Uh, yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in but Canada, I, I, you see it though, like in here, like you know, when he lifts up, the, when uh, when Bob lifts the the, the arm off of uh, of Charles, it's it's a pretty big fucking arm, dude. That claws are those claws are fucking. Even when he's like when when Bird is like challenged in the in like a creek, when there's spike, we're trying to hit him with like fucking uh, with poles and shit. He's like hitting the fucking water. He's pissed, man. That fucking roar, oh. it's incredible. It's terrifying. Yeah. Dude, he, yeah, they can get bigger than fifteen hundred pounds. Jesus, yeah. dude, that's nuts, and it's just a killing machine made out of muscle. Yep, right. he's very, he's very hungry boy. <laughs> very hungry boy. That's why he, it's Grizzly Man. He, that's why he gets eaten up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, they say here there's one in the, the biggest size one is twenty four hundred. Uh, Jesus Christ, was, he was a zoo bear though, so he had a nice healthy diet. <laughs> but he's but he's a good he's he's a great actor though when when they uh when uh Charles eventually stabs him through the heart uh, oh, yeah. that whole like him dying like it's a really great acting scene awesome yeah uh yeah that that was and I don't think he would have shot Charles in the back do you think uh I don't think so <sighs> uh, I think I think it'd have been more complicated I think he might actually would have pulled the trigger on uh sort of more on like. Uh, this sort of like frantic sort of scared factor as Charles would mm-hmm. walk towards him. That's but yeah. the, the matter of fact, he falls through that deadfall and he fucking fucked up his leg. Oh, you know, and, and, you know, and Hopkins <laughs> knew it was there. You know, he's trying to say oh, like, yeah. Char- or uh, Bob, yeah. Bob. Um, <laughs> how about that? How about that? Alex Baldwin cry. Oh, oh yeah, that that's fucking, so good. Uh, <laughs> 
He's in so the like pit. All the way ambulance. Even though he does have ambulance. a giant fucking spear through his knee, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, right through his leg, and he's like, "This doesn't feel south to me, Charles." Bitch, you did. Bitch, you did. And I forgot. I, did, I guess I forgot all about that. Like I, I was like, "Oh shit!" I thought he was gonna make it. It's like it's just through the leg, but then you think about it. He pulls that thing out, and you just see the artery just fucking. Like spraying oh, everywhere, yeah. yeah. But he he releases that belt tight. He releases the belt and it squirted blood by the fucking thirty. What's the artery in your fucking thigh? He spurts like blood. Like oh, he's fucking. But I love the fact that he gets him to get up. Like he gets Alec Baldwin to get up to hold his his thigh and he passes out. Yeah, great move. He it yeah. seems like he took some enjoyment in pulling the stick out. He twisted it a couple extra times. When he yeah. tosses him down on the <laughs> yeah, table, he, he puts like extra effort on throwing him down onto the table yeah. to look at his leg. He yeah. tightens the belt real hard too, like like fuck you, Bob. Yeah, fuck man. you, and fuck you, you Bob. He passes out, and he's like, "I'm gonna read this book for a little bit." That <laughs> <laughs> you're always reading something. Yes, the wife says earlier. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's interesting. We we, we talked about it several several times in, in this episode, but like. Uh, the fact that uh, Bob gets to the top of the service really quickly after the plane crashes, and but the fact that Charles decides to go back down to, to rescue Steve, and, and, and obviously Charles is not a young man. Uh, I believe I read that um, Anthony Hopkins was 60 years old when he made this movie. Wow. So uh, the fact that he was that old and the fact that he's, you know, truly caring about somebody as a character in this movie, and I'm, you know, Anthony Hopkins seems to be a very caring person in real life. But um, the fact that he is who he is in this movie, it's just really fascinating. Well, and I think it, in the in the words of the little person in Bad Santa, sketch it for me, motherfucker. Leonardo <laughs> the motherfucking yeah. Vinci. Sketch how a little man carries this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, 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 that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, this uh, going back to the uh, the the birthday, uh, Charles's birthday, getting so the. It's very awkward. Uh, it ends awkwardly too. It, it ends really quickly. Like, like it's only like what? Like maybe like three or four minutes long. Yeah. In this movie, sure. like it's, it happens really fast. The bear comes up, and then he gets scared, and then they turn the lights on, um, and uh, Charles gets the the watch, the the sort of pocket watch. Um, they have a, a full size cake, which I don't see anybody eating the cake at all, <laughs> which I, disturbed right. me. I was like. No one's eating this cake? What the fuck? I don't like cake myself, but, like, no one else is eating any fucking cake. It's weird. Um, but, like, and everybody's just like, yeah, I'm just going to go to bed. Good night, Charles. It's like, that's it? That's, yeah. like, the whole fucking birthday? Like, you guys going to hang out until 4 a.m., man? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you get some fucking booty, dude? I'm my fuck? wife on my birthday. You're a fucking model. Damn. I'm a billionaire. This is happening. <laughs> this is what's going down right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for real. Like, like, like listen, I'm saying for I'm saying for all, all of us, like, as, as dudes who have girlfriends or, you know, wives or whatever, I mean, it's your birthday. Like, you hope to get it. And you know, and it's weird that everybody just jets with like lanterns and shit. And he's, she's, he, and you have, you know, Charles is hanging out with fucking LQ Jones, LQ Jones, and some brandy or some shit. It's like, yeah, man. Well, I guess this like, party's like, over. <laughs> it's a real bummer yeah. in here, man. <laughs> how do you guys? How do you guys feel about Al Baldwin being a photographer? Do you buy it? No. No. Well, I mean, he does kind of have the douchey, rapey kind of vibe. So, well, but, I mean, I he could... does have that going for him, yeah. Right. Uh, 
But but his lines about talking about being the photographer, where he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, I just miss the good old times doing cocaine off hips and this kind of like the talk that he has is just so. That's the transparent part I was talking about earlier. It's just like, like his character probably that sounds cool, but it's really a fucking loserish thing to say in that moment. Or maybe <laughs> oh, yeah. it was cool at ninety six. I don't I don't really remember. I was a kid, but fuck man, it's bad. <laughs> it did not age well at all. Uh, not at all. <laughs> no, did not. But it it's also like, makes sense that it makes sense that like a lot of like uh, serial killers back in the seventies would be like, "Hey, can I take a picture? You like can I take a picture?" And they take a picture and like then go missing. You know, something that specifically like stuck out for me in this film is is that they they don't specify how much time they've been out uh, surviving the way they have, but they they're pretty I much thriving. That. Yeah, it's it's kind of a void, and uh, they come across a cabin which. Honestly, it, I'd, I'd think survival-wise would be fucking ecstatic, considering there's a rifle, whiskey, a map, a coat, matches, an oven, first aid kit, pots, pans, canoe, knife, shelter. Uh, 40, a forty-five seventy rifle, which is a forty-five seventy fucking, fucking like gun. yeah, the government. Also, the bullets repeater. The, <laughs> yeah. the bullets do not. The bullets also do not match. Those are way no, they too don't. small for No, they don't. Forty-five seventy rounds are cows. way long. But... They're gnarly as shit. The cowboy, yeah, yeah elephant gun, basically. Yeah, pretty close. Which would have been a good way to cauterize the wound, I guess, is use gunpowder. But uh, and also just... salt your meat. <laughs> oh yeah, you right. can season your meat with gunpowder. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I don't know if I want to try that, but I am fucking tempted now. <laughs> I, I am too, but I'm pretty sure it might drive you insane. When yeah, I was doing true. research on why not Possibly. to swallow a bullet, they said the gunpowder is what will fuck you up. Oh yep, yeah. I believe it. Never mind. I, 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 do love that scene that like, I wish I had some salt. And he's like, well, you know, did you know, Bob, that uh, you could uh, use salt as, uh, as gunpowder? He's like, I wish I had some gunpowder. <laughs> it's a great scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, if I only had some gunpowder, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, notice when Bob steak. died? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. I was just going to say it's going to make the steak delicious, and I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> what were you saying, Chris? Y'all notice when Bob died at the end, he kind of had like that family guy falling down the side of the stairs, like arm behind the back, <laughs> face down to the side. I did think he looked really funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, look, he <laughs> fell funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those obvious good. things in the 90s. Like uh, by that time, you know, it, it was still probably a little fresh. But when they're still going we made it bob we made it bob and it's only focusing on charles like you know what's happened to bob at that point the the helicopter's oh, sure. taking a long time to land and then yeah but yeah. a lot of great bob bob it's here bob bob bob, bob. bob. Wouldn't believe it, bob. i love that you're alive right now bob, bob. yeah your, your psycho eyes have gone dark <laughs> <laughs> It's weird to me though. Like I just I remember <laughs> how great of, a, of an actor Alec Baldwin used to be, and he was well, a piece of yeah. shit back then. And I just I for, always forget that. Yeah, he was a really good fucking actor, man. That's great. Yeah, he and played it. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> he played being a piece of shit well by being a piece of shit. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> and in real life, apparently. So hey, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. When I saw I, the I, gun, I, all I could think of was that the whole tragedy of last year, like. Whew, like yeah, <laughs> I hope, 
somebody for real this time. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but would you say that he had social media that fucking obviously like to lynch onto and fucking try to prove his point? <laughs> well, <laughs> Jeremy, he he had the right to bear arms. Oh. <laughs> get the fuck out get out of here right, boys, I'm gonna go take a piss I'll be right back zing 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 yeah I mean but this uh, movie is just non-stop action and like I man it's just I fucking love everything I'm so glad you picked this one man and it does give me a wintery vibe it's fucking cold and freezing out there and you're there in hell with the bear Ugh. And I, I love the um, sort of like like uh, when the bear hits uh, Bob and his collar, the collar of his jacket blows open. You see all the cotton underneath, and that's really cool. And you see like this sort of the, the suit jacket, the Swede jacket, or uh, that uh, that Charles wear. You see it like sort of wear out over time. Um, I find I find all that stuff very interesting too. And it's it sort of like the way they look towards the end of the movie, where they're sort of like uh, sort of. That the cold winter, the wind of it sort of like tanned them with that that sort of breeze. It looks really good. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Sort of like like a, sort of like a snow burn. You know? Yeah. Um, for sure. I, I find I think I find I find all that, that 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 attention to detail very interesting. That's why I always find that. That's why I found that quote from Alc Baldwin in his quote unquote memoirs a fucking joke because I think this director actually took a, a really good amount of time and actually made a really good fucking movie. And I don't think he watered down really anything. And I think he made something that was, again, I'll say it again, but it's underrated, even though it, back in the day, it was rated pretty highly. Um, but um, it's a, it's a, and it's a movie. It's like, um, what is it? Is it under two hours? It's close to two hours. It's, it's, but, right, I mean, at, it's right at yeah. two hours. Yeah. Right. And, and, it, and box office, what, 43 million? Well, I don't know what the budget it was. It didn't do very well. I think it made like thirteen million over. It was so thirty million dollar budget and forty three million dollar made worldwide gross. Okay, which I mean, right. it's not you know, yeah, it's not terrible, but yeah. it didn't do yeah. it didn't do as good as they expected. Right. And then um, Alec Baldwin bitched about it in his memoirs years later. Fuck, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Still crying. Fuck still, off. Crying. <laughs> still crying. Still crying. Still <laughs> crying. The bear horde. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I got to say that I think Charles in this movie is probably a better man than any of us would have been. If we figured out what Bob had done, what he had done. I mean, there's a scene where he puts him back on the table, and I oh, for yeah. sure thought Charles Slams was going to— Slams him on the table. Slams I thought for him. sure Charles was like, going like, to— like, like, like fucking Stone Cold Steve Office. Yes, Steve like, Austin yeah. slams him on the fucking <laughs> table. Dude. I like thought he was going to like boxing Helena him after like he passed. <laughs> for sure. I thought, he, I thought he was going to wake up like— no legs, no arms, and shit. No, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, that I we, had so come, we had to cover that movie sometime. Holy shit, love that movie. That's his Hannibal Lecter coming out. Like, I thought for sure that was going to happen, but no, no, he was like, no, I'm I thought really... he was going to fucking shoot him when he was in the deadfall pit. I was like, oh, he's, yeah. you know, yeah. just like, well, he bye, bye Bob. Yeah, yeah, for sure. His reaction when he like cocks that fucking thirty thirty and like gets all the bullets out of it, it's, it's fucking awesome. Like like yeah, I fucking is. hate you so much, dude. I don't you don't deserve any of what I'm gonna do for you, but fuck it. Like look at my face. That gun's wow. badass. Like, too. I love, that gun. love repeaters, dude. Yeah, oh. me too. Uh, well, I love repeaters too, yeah. But I mean, just the fact that like he like the fact that they chose repeater for that, just to feel the emotion from that is spectacular. I mean, the fact that this guy, again, we talked about earlier, this guy, this is like the best movie this guy ever did, in my opinion. Besides, I mean, there's that big multi movie we talked about before, Mulholland Falls, but like, I mean, next, uh, that oh, 007 yeah, okay, movie, like, yeah. I mean, like, 
I don't not a lot there, but the dude, this this movie's amazing. This guy, I'm I'm glad he did it. I mean, all this combination of awesome things come involved in this movie, um, and just works out perfectly. I, and this, it's so weird, guys. I was trying to I tried to explain it to you earlier with, with my grandma seeing this in the theater, but like literally, like this movie is like a. It's a weird space and time for me as a kid. Like I remember this, this seeing this in the theater, like specifically. Like it's a very important uh, pinpoint in my life, and I remember it perfectly to this day. And um, I mean, yeah, that you could say that it might tarnish it a little bit because I was a kid when I saw it the first time. But like now, it was a great time. It was it was it was awesome. But like like I still recognize that this movie is a great movie to this day, and I love whenever you get a chance to to rewatch it it's an amazing movie yeah man it's definitely something i'm going to be watching yeah. you know annually more it's so beautifully shot like you said it's just oh, it's great action great story yeah. great yeah just everything about it man i love it great moments too i mean I, one of my favorites that we still haven't talked about is at the very end when he puts the watch in that bitch's hands it's just like a oh, fucking, oh yeah it's <clears> an <throat> amazing <throat> scene <clears throat> like when she, just, she, I she came goes back she goes to the bitch's hand and just like what? Yes. And like, oh, fuck. oh, didn't need Thanks to say for all shit. The didn't need to say shit. <laughs> yeah, put it in her hands. Yeah, that's what the nights. Oh, another word. Why don't say thanks for the dick on there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for slanging that thing, dog. <laughs> he was all up in it. <laughs> I love that Charles. That, I love that Charles uses the paper, that the fucking receipt. I mean, come on. The receipt's yeah. in the box. Oh, I know. Like, it's so stupid. And for the, the same receipt. jeweler and the same receipt, and it's like, thanks for all the pipe you laid is engraved in the back of his fucking watch. Like, come on, dude. Like, that that is, Bro. that's like reaching out to want to get caught. Like, that's insane, dude. Like, that's crazy behavior. But also, you're pretty it fucking stupid though. if you're cheating on, yeah, the, the, even that entire scenario, you're pretty fucking stupid and obviously openly flirting with that dude in front of, like, the whole thing was just... Right. Like, a, from the first scene, you could tell what the fuck was going on. You're just like, right. ah, okay. Well, yeah, because, you know, Charles is obviously way more preoccupied with something else than obviously getting into this. And, yeah, it's... it's well, L.Q. Jones had a great else. line with that. L.Q. Jones, when he was telling him, he was just like, dude, you, you're a smart guy and you don't know what the fuck's going on, really? You don't know right. who your man yeah. is? Yeah, I yeah. didn't write that down. I wish I would have wrote that down, but it is a great line, though, what he, wrote, yeah, what he says. Ah, damn. R.A.P., man. Great man. Mm. I, I, I love cool. the L.Q. Jones, though, jo uh, line. Uh, I'll be on it like a duck on the June bug. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, why is the rabbit never afraid? Because he's smarter than the panther. Smarter than the panther, <laughs> yep. Which is very similar. Have you guys ever seen? I, I know Mike has seen this for sure, because I know Mike. I'm not sure about you, Tron, but have you seen Heist? Uh, oh man, very much like a heist that, line. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. The name is heist. Yes. Yeah. G Gene Hackman, Sam Rockwell, like Dale Orlando, like it's a great fucking heist move. Oh, it's heist. Uh, Danny uh, Danny DeVito's in it. It's a. Gr I hope one day we get to talk about it on here because it's an awesome fucking movie. Oh, it's like, newer. No, yeah, it's, I haven't. I have not. Oh, it's no. awesome. Yeah. You fucking burned. You fucking burned. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a lot of lines in there like that. But like it's an awesome fucking movie, and uh, we should also do Spartan one day because Spartan's a great fucking flick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, on. that is. Yeah, I love it. Film. Yeah, great fucking yeah. movie. I have a Spartan poster. I probably the one of who, probably very That's limited crazy, amount of man. people have yeah, a Spartan poster. Say, <laughs> you probably can't find it. Those anymore. Out. 
It's yeah. crazy. It came out, when I went to the theater, it came out in number one. It was like the tiniest screen. I was like, why? Like, this is an awesome fucking movie, but hey, who knows? <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, this is a, an amazing movie. Um, I, I'm so glad we got to talk about it. I mean, I have a lot of emotions for this movie. Um, it's incredibly acted, incredibly produced. Uh, the score is amazing. The writing is amazing. Like the acting's fucking awesome. I mean, it's just a great event. It's an adventure movie. I mean, also in a movie where you know uh, people realize who they are. One of those types of movies as well. Um, and I th- again, I will say, yes, I think uh, Alec Baldwin is a piece of shit. But I think at a, a certain period of time, he was a really good fucking actor. Uh, I mean, yeah, but, no, um, Tom Cruise is batshit insane, but he's still great in <laughs> movies. Right. <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, he's batshit insane, but still not a great actor. But he still does great stunts. I think Tom's That's good sure. at what he does, yeah. You know what I mean? Tom's good at being Tom now. Tom's good at being Tom. It's very straightforward. Um, like With American Tom, Made, I think he's really great, and it's one of his newer ones that was actually really good. But yeah, you know how it okay. is. Okay. Yeah. Would Tom ever do Last Hammer again? Probably not. Mm-mm. But that's yeah, a great Tom do Mission and a great movie. But would he do Mission Impossible or something else? He still is. Of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's he's got two more coming out. Yeah, he still is. There you go. But those are supposed to be the last ones. I doubt it. For it's him. Like the ultimate case. stunt is for him to die on the last one. It has right. That would be amazing <laughs> if he died. That would be it has absolutely to be. amazing. I will immortalize him, dude. I will get his face tattooed on my ass if that really happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very fitting spot. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if he died in the last one. <laughs> dude, and they, bury, and they bury see he his ass. Dude, doing the Mission Impossible string minutes. outside of the ass. <laughs> Crack. Just oh. Oh God! <laughs> Bury me naked and face down. <laughs> oh, Mission Impossible hanging string out of the ass crack, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I, I, I gotta take a, a sidestep here and say that I've, I've seen YouTube videos of uh, saying that like this is the most in- intense, insane uh, Hollywood uh, stunt ever performed in uh, movie yeah. history, and I'm like, I don't believe it, I, but cause, because because. Because Jackie Chan exists. Your shit. Yes, I mean, like, so yeah, but I mean, Jackie, Jackie Chan, don't get me wrong, he's fucking amazing, but he's never driven a dirt bike himself off a fucking cliff and parachuted down. Like, that's pretty goddamn impressive. I feel like that's safer than the thing jumping is, though, off the side of a building and holding onto a piece of bamboo. Sure, and, and you know someone like Tom Cruise who literally just lives in the air? He probably skydives countless times He's a got year. so much time, experience yeah. in that. Yeah. yeah. But so to he, be fair... He, 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 he can get a, that right erection to jerk off in his fucking face <laughs> when he's coming down from fucking... He's got to get that L. Stories. L. He doesn't even need to touch it, dude. He just blasts his pants up. <laughs> 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 but the fact that like that Jackie Chan can have a broken fucking ankle and jump three stories to the fucking bottom, mm. pretty oh, it's badass. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you know, I got to give Tom his due. He's fucking he crazy. Does he pulls off it. crazy stunts. He does deserve it, dude. You're right. Yeah, and I, I like how it's in those videos where he's in the plane that he's just ju- jumping out of it. And he's just like, he sounds like he does when he's an old man talking. <laughs> just because the, the force of the wind is fucking hilarious. It's like I have dentures still. Like yeah, it does. It's like, I, know what, star- well, yeah. I would say, I would say now I know what old Tom Cruise sounds like, but he's already 60 for fuck's sakes. Was it Spock and it seems you have been and always swore be my friend. Are we sure? <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> 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 he had a stroke. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it really does, yeah. But yeah, I, I love oh, the yeah, edge. I'm glad you brought this movie out, man. Like or picked this movie. I thought it was excellent. And you know, like I said, it's definitely something I'm gonna be watching more often from now on. Yeah, and, and I, same here, Jeremy. Honestly, I, I watched it very vaguely as a kid and I didn't remember it, and there's certain scenes I remembered, and I fucking love the rewatch of this. I'm super grateful that you fucking brought this up. I'm super grateful that Jersey Mike's has a big kahuna cheesesteak. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> you can get it, and it's only $11.99 for the regular size. <laughs> yeah. But so I go mean, find yourself fucking food. Go find yourself out to a Jersey Mike's because they have it right now for $11.99. Give me my fucking check. <laughs> <laughs> all this free publicity. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, all of it. Is that that Hawaiian burger place? <laughs> the big kahuna. Kahuna burger. Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm glad, you guys, I'm glad you guys dug it. I'm glad you guys had to revisit it. Um, did, did uh the Janikins see this at all or no? The what now? The Jazz get to see any of this at all? Uh, no, she didn't. We I had uh, some company over uh, last night and I ditched them downstairs and went upstairs to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, sure. <laughs> well, I made I made dinner. We hung up for a little bit and I left the girls be girls downstairs and doing their little thing and fucking. Watch. Right on, right on. Went upstairs to, yeah. Show Jazz at some point and get, give her the she chance would that she it. would get to. So, she would dare. She's um, still coming off of Fargo and hasn't been exposed to much like real shit movies yet. So I'm just her <laughs> into it. <laughs> well, try you show some real shit movies, man. Come on, look. Oh no, I think I might have done too much too soon, kind of thing. So I kind of have to like. <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> well, you, have, you haven't seen fucking uh, what was it, Mike? Uh, uh, what's the movie? mean you watched the Russian movie, the uh, uh, Strider, oh, Dead Strider. What? It's the um, the movie where the Russian guy takes these people to certain places in Russia where it's all like nuclear fused, and this like most of the cast died. Um, oh, Stalker. Stalker, yeah, yeah. Show, show her some stalker. You, have, you haven't got there yet, man. Stalker or a uh, hide and was, was uh, it I, I held her to come and see, and yeah, that's. I think that's yeah. what broke come and her. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah come and see, and I think that's what broke her. And I, I need to bring her back to like more sane, uh, more brutal. You think? <laughs> yeah, less less uh, kill mob type movies. <laughs> It'll be intense, but yeah. this movie's not like that. It's got a happy. It's got a well. I would say it's a happy, happy ending, but it's got a quasi happy ending to it. And it also has sort of a resolution to it, which I think is a fascinating resolution to it. And it's got a, you know, your David Mamet, at least, uh, resolution at the end <laughs> where you can take it or leave it. I find it to be a happy sort of resolution at the end. Also a bummer, but also a, pers a person who figures out that, you know, it's not, it, it can't always be about him, but he understands that. Other people, you know, besides Steve, who's a person who's sort of a silent witness and an innocent person, and you go with Bob, who becomes a person who's so self-involved at the end, of course, at the end before his death, he apologizes. And all those yeah. things coming together, I think, I find really define his character towards the end, which I find interesting. So, mm. but um, anyways, um, I'm going to re release this. We're going to release this show on Christmas Day. So right now, uh, it's not anywhere close to Christmas Day, but we w I want to say here right now, uh, Merry Christmas, Merry ho Happy Merry Holidays to all you people Merry out Christmas, there. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. And I hope you all, all you guys have a, uh, ladies, men, whatever, everybody, 
uh, have, I hope you have a great hangout. Have a great family day. Have a great get together. We all all here at PCP. We wish you the best of, of holidays and best of luck and just have a great day with family. You know, go watch The Edge. Great movie. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> so um, go. Yeah, go watch Fargo. Go watch Long Kiss Goodnight. Have a good time. Get and, out there uh, to Jersey Mike's, you know? Eat some Jersey <laughs> Mike's, yeah. Eat some Jersey so fucking Mike's, man. I, I, I foresee the future of us all getting three different types of sandwiches and doing an episode about eating the sandwiches and yes. how we review them. So that's and probably going to be a possible compare future. each sandwich to. That's, that is a very plausible fucking episode, honestly. <laughs> I'm right now. That's fucking great. Yeah. Well, Rock me and Mike, here we come. <laughs> me, me and Mike in the past said like we should both get the Chick Fil A sandwich and the Popeye sandwich and try to figure that out. We never did it, but Popeye's I think now it. let's but, yeah. probably do it. So, uh, right. but yeah, cool. PCP sponsored by Jersey Mike's, shredded lettuce, <laughs> tomato, onion, and mayonnaise. Your big Kahuna, uh, big Kahuna big sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And a Merry Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays to you all. Later.